and welcome to this week's edition of Waves, the Unpredictable Podcast. So as I said before, this is a revamped, rebranded situation and I want for you to come into each episode with an open mind and an open heart. Each topic might not be something that I'm familiar with, something I'm passionate about, but each topic means something to someone. And that's the most important thing. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And hello to all the listeners and welcome back to the Waves podcast again. So even though I told everybody that we're doing a, of course, season one is based on my book, this week is an impromptu podcast because this week represents the first week of September, of course, and it also represents the first week of PCOS Awareness Month. So as a woman, as a person who was, was diagnosed in 2017, I have ever since that moment been a proud advocate for PCOS Awareness. I think that it took me many years to get to the point where I could say, yes, I have PCOS and I'm proud about it. And I think that there are so many battles that I'm still facing. But for me, the most important thing is that I am aware of who I am. I think if we look at a tiger, if we look at a leopard, they are comfortable in their own skin. They know who they are and they are with that. And I feel like if for me, wearing my teal ribbon is me being comfortable in my skin, knowing what like, the community that I represent and the community I'm a part of, the sisters, as we say, community. So this entire podcast is going to be about PCOS. And we're going to be talking about, we're bringing awareness, we're going to be talking about what it is, we're going to be discussing how it impacts us women, mentally, emotionally, educationally, economically, which people don't think about. And we're also going to be talking about just life in general with PCOS. Because I'm not going to ever allow PCOS to be my only title or my only only thing I represent. But for the rest of my life, I have to wear it on my sleeve. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. So stay tuned. And we'll be talking about it shortly. And we're back. So, what is PCOS? Polycystic ovary syndrome, also known as PCOS, is the most common hormonal disorder in women of reproductive age. It affects about 8-13% of women, which is like approximately like 10% of all women in the entire world. PCOS can cause period problems, problems falling or being able to become pregnant, acne, excessive hair growth, excessive hair loss actually, excessive weight gain and weight loss, and some long-term health issues as well. So, what causes PCOS? So genetics, hormonal, and lifestyle factors all play a role in PCOS. Women with PCOS have a 50% are 50% more likely to have a mother and sister with PCOS, and the condition is more common in women of Asian and African descent. 
It's at this point while I was editing, I realized that I did not include where I got my information from. So all the information in terms of the facts, causes, signs, symptoms, and how it's diagnosed was all gathered from Jean Hale's website, which deals with women's health and wellness. So back to the signs and symptoms of PCOS. Hormones are the body's chemical messenger, as we know. And the main signs that we get from this are irregular periods, hair growth on face, stomach, and back, loss or, or thinning of scalp hair, acne, so pimples that can be severe, weight gain, emotional problems such as anxiety, depression, poor body image, difficulty getting pregnant, and an increased risk of type 2 diabetes with early onset. Symptoms of PCOS can vary from woman to woman and can change over time. I almost forgot this part. So I said I would mention the different aspects of PCOS. So from an educational perspective, the sad thing is there's a lot that we know, but there is so much that the world doesn't know. And with each day we find out new things about PCOS and we learn that one week we could drink almond milk, the next week it's bad for us. One week soy is bad, but the other week it isn't. So from that perspective, if we just want to say, like from the, edu- from the educational perspective, it's something that continues to evolve. And as women with PCOS, we are evolving with it because we're learning each and every day what we can do and what we can't do to help ourselves, to lessen the chances of we us having more cysts or ovaries. From an economical perspective, I don't think people realize how healthy we have to be. It's not even funny how how many things many sisters have to cut out from gluten to dairy. I haven't cut out those by choice. Some people can't eat certain types of meat. I think red meat is off the table. I think white meat is better if I can remember right. Um... You can't eat certain types of carbs. You shouldn't eat certain types of, well, use certain types of oils. Dairy milk is really bad for you. You should really just stick to, like, nut-based milk. So soy, mm, almond, cashew, coconut, this is all that we got, you know. We can't drink, that means we can't have our pasta, because I love Alfredo, so I always put, like, a little bit of dairy, like, full milk in my Alfredo. But I know I shouldn't. And we have to do everything in moderation while some people could just eat and eat and eat. But we have to be really healthy. And it, it takes a lot of money to be healthy, especially because anybody would know a, a one piece and fries, maybe like $15, but a salad is like 60 And the comparison between that is our health. And for many people, they can't afford that $60 salad every week. Or, but they sure as they're going to afford the $15 one piece and fries. So, especially for many women who struggle with their financial ability to help themselves when it comes to their PCOS, we have to lend a hand to those people. may not be able to give them money, but you may be able to give them a voice, a lending ear, so that people can know that they need help. Because not everybody has the ability to help their help. Well, not everybody has the ability to help their health. Yeah, so I just wanted to add that part in as well. So as we move on to the next topic, which will be diagnostics and 
which will be followed up by just a little outro. So hope you'll continue to enjoy listening. Based on the fact sheet from Jean Hales, there are three main ways PCOS is diagnosed. This is true when somebody doesn't have their period. So when we have most, many people have irregular periods through ultrasounds, especially when you're like, when you're like, like not have, like if you're trying to conceive and you have several failed pregnancies, they will usually perform an ultrasound and they'll be like, oh, you have cysts and it would lead to them doing the tests and everything. And finally, through adrenaline. So if you see a large um, excessive hair growth, excessive acne, or anything that screams, I have a lot of testosterone in my body, these are ways in which they would say, hmm, you may have polycystic ovary syndrome. So let me get into my story. I was diagnosed with polycystic ovaries in 2017. I had gone, I think, maybe four months, five months without having a period. I was jokingly saying to my significant other at the time that, like, I got pregnant even though at the time we weren't doing anything. And I was like, maybe I'm pregnant, maybe I'm the next Virgin Mary. And at the time, I was, like, just kidding around about it because I didn't understand the seriousness behind what I was going through. And I went to the doctor and he performed, like, a regular ultrasound they put a gel and everything and they were like oh you have cyst and i said excuse me i didn't know what that meant i was really confused and it was in those moments i was like i am 17 maybe 18 years old at the time i have sister in my ovaries and i don't know what i'm gonna do i was in those those little moments over maybe five years ago that I had to actually reevaluate my entire life. I had to reevaluate if I wanted to have kids, if I wanted to freeze my eggs, if I wanted to be with the significant other I still want to be with because he, I guess he wanted kids. If I wanted to do a surgery, so many different, I wanted to go on birth control and so many different things had to run through my mind, so many different thoughts, so many different options. And at the age of 17, I was flustered. So I went on birth control for a few months. I didn't like it. So I came off and I've been off it ever since. And I have been, I guess, going on the herbal route, I'm guessing. And for me, I think that, as I will always say, everybody's PCOS journey is different. But for me, I have taken my journey one day at a time. There are days where I feel great. There are days where I feel terrible. There are days where I would see like my hair falling out and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm balding. Like you know like you know that scene from um SpongeBob when they were like bald, bald. That was me. I was in my room and I was like, I'm 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 balding, I'm thinning. And it it takes a lot to accept your reality. I got to the point where I had to accept the reality that this is my life. I have to wear my teal ribbon on my shoulder, on my heart. I have to represent who I am as a woman who has PCOS because it's an internal battle that not many people could face. Because somebody would see acne on your face and be like, oh, you're a teenager. Oh, oh, you never had acne before. You're just going through that teenage phase now. Phase now. But like, what they don't know is that I have acne because I have an increased amount of 
adrenaline and testosterone in my body than any average woman and from that I also get a little body hair or I sweat more or I if I eat just a little apple I could gain 20 pounds hyperbole but you know you can get the gist and it's in those moments where again I have to remind myself that I'm living in my truth that I'm living and accepting the reality that of my life I remember my first doctor's appointment they literally just put me on birth control and they was like yeah birth control I remember I went to like a clinic with my friends or something else and I just asked them a few questions and they were like do you want to get pregnant now and I was like I was like 19 20 and they were like do you want to get pregnant now and I was like um no and they were like right so you don't have to do the surgery because you don't want to get pregnant you don't have to do anything you just relax and I was like relax what do you mean relax I have cysts I have cysts on my ovaries why would I be relaxing and then I got back to the the, the hospital again because I had like severe bleeding and they were like oh you should go back on birth control she gave me a prescription and I still have it because I said to myself um I don't want to go back on birth control because birth control doesn't solve the problem PCOS is an incurable disease and the only way to solve the problem is continuous surgeries where like they laser off the I'm getting kind of gory they literally like laser off the cysts from your ovaries and then I guess if you want to have kids you could try to conceive between the window time of conception but I don't need that right now because I don't want to have kids now because we're in an economical crisis but at the same time I have to think do I want to wait do I want to again freeze my eggs and it's in again in these moments where I, I'll have to repeat one more time I just accept the reality of my life I take one day at a time and for all the women listening to this who have PCOS I hope that you take every day at a time take every moment for what it is appreciate it for what it is because we we don't know what the next day will have we don't know if tomorrow one of our cysts will explode and we'll be on our beds in pain for days or whether we'll have a regular day or if after five months or period we'll just bloop, show up and we'll have bleeding to the point where we think we're going to become anemic we don't know and it's kind of scary but it's our lives and the most important thing is that we live in the moment and we live in the in the truth and live in our truth. So, yeah, I just had to share my story and I hope that I could hear from anybody who's listening to this and hear their story and to let them know that you're never alone and we're all sisters in this community. So, before you hear the regular outro to all my podcasts, I just wanted to put this in for all the sisters listening, to all the honorable sisters, to all the husbands and wives and children of sisters, that this is a community of women that are facing an internal battle, a battle that you may see signs of it, but there are little signs compared to what they go through, mentally especially. And... With that, I want for everybody to not simply look at a woman and say, oh, she's perfect because she's this, or oh, she's not perfect because she's that, because you really don't know the battles that they face, especially incurable battles. 
to my fellow sisters, <laughs> you are never alone. If you ever want to reach out to me, my Instagram handle is wavene underscore gw. I am always available to talk to anybody. I'm always a listening ear. As I tell you all in the intro, we come into this with an open mind, an open heart, to hear as many things as ever, to hear my opinion, to hear my friends, to hear the experts' opinions, and to just get the ability to find a safe haven and a comfortable space to be yourself. So continue to strive, continue to live life, to live life gracefully, elegantly, and glamorously. This brings us to the end of this week's podcast. I just want to thank each and every person who actually took the time to listen and to I hope that everybody's excited for this season being my book and book release and everything about the ups and downs of my last 19 years of life. I'm only 19 now, but the first 19 years of my life, I should say. So I hope that everybody will be back next week, Saturday, for our next episode. And hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. See you next time on Waves. Thank you.